Hello and welcome to the Greenhouse Church Podcast. My name is Benj Gould and I'm the lead pastor. We are all about creating an environment where anyone can follow the way of Jesus. So we hope that this teaching helps you on your way. It's nice to be doing church with my husband this morning. It's very good. (laughs) It's a bit cute. (laughs) Let's pray um, to begin. Holy Spirit, you are here. We carry you with us and you're present here in this room this morning. Thank you that you're in me and thank you that you will speak through me this morning. Give each person something to carry away with them today and may that be of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if I haven't met you and I haven't met... all of you yet. Um, My name's Alyssa, my husband is Jamie who is on worship and we have two kids, River who's two um, and Arlo who's five months and is up the back. So um, we're blessed to call Greenhouse our home and we've created our family here with our family and um, it's it's just such a beautiful place to be um, doing life here in Long Jetty. So family, earlier this week, um, actually we were up the coast a little bit near Port Macquarie. Don't know if um, many of you have frequented up there, (laughs) but um, we used to go up there for family holidays every year and um, it was a place where my mum's family, my nan and pop um, and all of our family got together and so it's not the best story to um, start with, but it's a little bit sombre. We were actually up there spreading my nan and pop's ashes um, out in that beach um, this early this week. And um, I don't know about you, but when someone dies, especially family members, it's one of those moments that you actually consider, well, what is life? And is it so fickle and short? And what what am I doing with it? (laughs) Am I doing enough with it? Um, And there was this moment where my uncle was holding literally just a plastic container of their ashes in his hand. And I just thought to myself, gosh, like all of this comes to that, or does it? You know, one of those moments of we're just all gonna turn dust, dust to dust. So what, what is it? Why are we living? And what is it that we leave behind? Well, what we speak of my nan and pop is that they were loving people that they were beautifully kind, um, that they created a good family. These are some of the characteristics um, that kind of leave, leave behind with people. And sometimes we talk about those things um, in the Christian world as fruit of the Spirit, which is what I'm talking about today. They're intangible things that last longer. And this series we've been doing on, the, on Ghost or the Holy Spirit is um, learning that Actually, the Spirit is with us and helps us bear fruit like this in our lives. So, let's go to the Bible this morning. If you've got your phones or there's a Bible in front of you, haven't brought one along, I'd love you to open it to Galatians 5, which is towards the end, and it's one of the letters that Paul wrote to the churches um, as they were kind of just starting up. So, if you open up to Galatians 5... And we're going to start at verse 16. 
I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. So it could be a little bit different to what you've got in front of you, but we'll, we'll get there. It's, it's pretty much the same, right? <laughs> um, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite to what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you're directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, or some versions might say flesh, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, stay with me, quarrelling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, <laughs> and other sins like these. <laughs> Let me tell you again that as I have before, anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Feels quite dire, doesn't it? But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Under these things, there's no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Paul talks here about two different operating systems. So thanks to Jesus, we don't have to live by the law anymore. We're not living by the law of Moses. To become holy, we're not having to work our way again to be a holy person or to follow God. We don't have to follow the letter of the law, but we now have Jesus in place of that. And, but there's two ways of operating still that we wrestle with, and I'm I definitely feel that. I don't know about you, but there's this constant wrestle of um, my desire and what I think God wants me to do with the flesh and the spirit. And John Tyson says it like this, the flesh is like coping mechanisms for life apart from God. So it seems kind of full on, doesn't it? Sinful nature or flesh. But what if we just thought about it as our own coping mechanism, our own way of coping away from God, our own way of coping apart from God. And when we rely on our human instinct or those coping mechanisms um, rather than our, his spirit to guide us. So there's that wrestle. And the spirit, the way that um, Paul talks about here, is the Jesus way, the following the spirit to see the kingdom come. And holiness, that, that is the fruit that we get to see about following the Spirit. One commentary says it like this, the fruit of the Spirit signifies the graces of a natural, genuine product of the influence of the Spirit upon our minds. That these things, these, the fruit that comes, is a natural, genuine product of his influence on us. So two things I want to draw out, and then we'll have some time to pray. Just, just two that I, as I was reading, kind of just really stood out to me, and it felt like um, God wanted to highlight this morning. So have you ever noticed, and we get this a little bit confused, that the word 
is fruit, not fruits. I often make that mistake because there's nine of them when we say fruits. It's often thought of like a fruit, fruit bowl maybe um, that you can kind of pick and choose from. I'm really a patient person and um, I'm a really joyous person, but the other ones I'm not great at, but, you know, um, that's fine because I've got a couple of them. Actually, it's fruit. It's holistic. So I was doing some reading on this, and it is actually a picture of holiness that Paul's trying to paint here. And if you think about holiness as like um, a beam of light, that there's this beam of light, and if it is refracted, those in the house that know <laughs> this, the, the OGs of Greenhouse will, will know this, um, refraction of the light <laughs> becomes a rainbow of colours. Jamie's really loving this right now. And I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you the story <laughs> later if you want me to. Um, the refraction of that light is a whole bunch of colours, isn't it? So instead of thinking about the fruits, all of these lovely things that kind of happen from um, knowing God and walking in his way, it's actually one thing. It's holiness. And it's all of those things together as a whole that we see this beautiful beam of characteristics so we can see different aspects of that holiness in our lives and through our lives. Does that make sense? Is that good? Okay. It's, it's good news, isn't it? It's good news because I'm actually, I'm not a patient person, but I know that knowing God and following his spirit, following his word, I can bear that fruit in my life. I will bear that fruit. I am being given lots of opportunities to practice being patient with two little kids <laughs> and I'm thankful that, for that. I, I wonder if in your life that you've been given some opportunities to practice some of these um, aspects and characteristics. Could we think about it that way? Not like the, that, um, you know, this is happening to me, why is this so hard? But actually maybe this is an opportunity to practice how I can invite the spirit into my life and see good fruit out of it. So it's the whole fruit. It's fruit. And we get all of it. All of it is available through him. How good's that? Okay, the second thing I notice in this passage is Paul just constantly giving us a sense of pace. There's a sense of pace in this verse. He says, and I'm just going to go to the NIV, two versions. Um... He says, walk by the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, in verse 18. And then at the very end, in verse 25, he says, let us keep in step with the Spirit. There's this real, like, using these verbs here, it's like giving us this sense of pace. And it's not a quick pace, is it? Uh, Rich Voloda says that sometimes we expect the gifts of the Spirit, like what Ben talked about last week, to do quickly what the fruits of Spirit Fruits of the Spirit are meant to do slowly. That actually this is a lifetime thing. These things we're not going to get straight away. These are, as we walk out life, as we journey, we will see more of him as he's inwardly transforming us, outwardly, externally, we'll see these things come to pass. So there's a sense of pace as we align with him. And I think that's the only way we can kind of counter the flesh is by keeping up that pace, walking, like, alongside, being led by, putting him ahead of us, saying, God, where are you, where are you, where are you, and keeping in step with him. Are you here still? Are you here still? Are you here still? 
Jesus says in John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. No branch can bear fruit on its own. So, and he goes on to say it's about the abiding with him that he promises that we will bear much fruit and show ourselves to be his disciples, that we will only bear fruit if we are in connection and abiding with him. Um, I don't know if many of you uh, are little athletics. Did anyone go to little athletics? Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't know you guys did. Hey, friends, did you love the uniforms? Yeah, I had the crop top for sure and the numbers. Anyway, I was really good at um, the running and I really loved the race walking. Has anyone done race walking? Yeah? No? Maybe some of you are like, what the hell is it? Um, it I, I won't do the full-on thing because it's... Yeah, anyway, I'll explain. <laughs> um, but in the Olympics, they have like up to 50 kilometres race walking, don't they? And they look hilarious because they do do a bit of a bum wiggle um, to get there and to go fast. So in order to go fast, they have to... Um, well, the whole principle, basically, is to, that you have to keep one foot always on the ground. So to do it, you have to... <laughs> it's definitely a strange look, isn't it? You'll have to Google that when you get home, <laughs> a little YouTube of, like, um, how they do it. But the thing is, and this just came to my mind as I was preparing, it's about always being connected to the ground, always being connected as we walk, that there's no... When we get disconnected, when we run, we're not connected anymore. There's that sense of always being connected. Are we waiting on him or are we rushing in? Are we going ahead of him? Are we going around him? Are we turning away from him? Or are we waiting? Are we walking? Are we being led by? Are we in step with? Let's be asking every single day, and I need, I need to hear this too, God, where are you today? Lord, I need you. I need you. Every hour, I need you. I love that song. Every hour, I need you. Every hour, I need you. Lord, I'm really frustrated right now with my two-year-old toddler. Please give me patience. I need you. I need you now. I can't bear this kind of fruit on my own. I'm not going to be patient. I can't love enough without you. So fruit is a product of pace, and fruit is a product of connection. And lastly, fruit is a product of orientation. In which direction are we headed? Paul talks about these two different operating systems, and I kind of see it, because I'm quite a um, person that pitches things, is kind of like that, that turning, so I can go my own way, or I can turn and be going towards him. So what orientation are we taking? Are we turning and doing it our own way, taking that simple desires, or are we going toward him? And that might be a question that we ask in those moments. Am I, where am I? Can I go back towards you, Jesus? The fruit of knowing him and walking with him and naturally these characteristics. It's not like an ethical list or of virtues that um, we can try to do. I mean, we can, we can try that. I think that we end up with those coping mechanisms, don't we? We try and be more loving. We might try and find, um, you know, find happiness, but actually they're, they're not the things. We end up with that whole list of things um, 
that is of the flesh or our own desires. So we can't try. We need to turn. So let's turn from our own ways. And as we were singing this morning, repent from and return to him, return to Jesus, and open space for him again to naturally bear that kind of fruit. So pace, connection, and orientation. It's a short life, isn't it? Really? You know? Let's remember that. (laughs) Every day, I mean, I feel like the days are going so fast, especially um, with kids, but in any case, when you're working five days a week or you've got so much going on in your plate, that life is passing by. But we don't have to try to bear this kind of fruit. We know the author and the creator that can help us bear this kind of fruit. So we just have to keep his pace, keep connection with him, and be orientated towards him. I don't want those things on my gravestone on my own accord. I would prefer those things there um, because they're a picture of Jesus in my life, that those things are a picture of him, aren't they? Jesus loved. Jesus has so much joy. He gives us so much joy. He is the Prince of Peace. He's so patient with us. He's so kind to us. I don't know about you, but there's things that happen in a day and you think, God, wow, you're so kind. You're so good to me. Oh, Father, you're so faithful because you've stuck with me all this time. He's so gentle and he'll come alongside us and he does help us, hold us and give us self-control, doesn't he? It's a picture of him. It's a picture of holiness. So let's stop trying, start turning, keep our pace, keep connected and orient towards him. That's the way we could do this life well and that's the way to bear fruit. Not try, just turn. And maybe we won't even walk. Maybe we'll just stay for a bit. Then maybe we'll get a bit of pace going. Maybe we need to stop sometimes. Or maybe we're actually running and it's a fast pace of life, but we need to just put our foot on the ground again and say, where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? Okay, we'll keep going. Is that good? Okay.